evening. Welcome everyone to Tigris 315 Radio. Um, I'm excited about our show tonight. We have a special guest with us. His name is Black Tear. Um, I will have him on in just a minute, but I want to thank you for tuning in and joining us. Um, I want to give a shout out to my partner, RIIN Radio, Angelo Petruzzi. I want to thank him for his partnership with me and the artists that he's been sending our way and also the artists that have been coming to Tigris 315 Radio. And if you want to tune into our other shows, just go to Tigris 315 Radio on SoundCloud or Anchor. And we're also on Spotify, iHeart, SoundCloud. Ugh, I can't even talk tonight. SoundCloud. And also on the Apple Podcast. Uh, we appreciate your support and supporting the independent artists that have been coming on this network, you know, telling you about themselves, you know, finding out more about the artists behind the scene. And I appreciate you tuning in once again. So without further ado, I'm going to get my special guest on the line, Black Tear. Thank you for coming today. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you all uh, giving me the opportunity to be interviewed. No problem. Um, I love doing stuff like this, you know, interviewing artists, you know, people, they just see, hear music and sometimes they don't find out like about the person themselves. And I felt this is, you know, a good opportunity for that. Yeah, most artists is um, like it's art. That's what they call artists. And in order for you to understand why they make the music they make, you got, you got to get to know them. Okay. Their background. Exactly. So let's start with you. Um, tell us where you're from, where you're born and raised. Um, currently, I'm in Canada, but I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, but I moved around a lot due to my father being in the military. So I'm a little bit from everywhere, New York, a whole, <laughs> I stayed in a whole bunch of spots. So I'm a little bit everywhere. Okay. So how was that? Was it hard for you making friends in different places? Or actually, it? actually, it was the best part point of my life. You know what I mean? And then I ended up going to the service myself. And the reason why it was the best part of my life is because, you know, um, some people get complacent with being at one part, one, one uh, setting, one scenario. I like different things, you know, so seeing different buildings, different uh, housing structures and different uh, sports teams, blah, blah, blah. It becomes like uh, experience. Okay. And I enjoy experiences. That's good to hear. Okay, so what, what got you into music? Did you start at an early age or did you get into music later? Honestly, um, I always liked to rap, but I didn't take it serious until 2014. And then um, I made five songs and sent them over to some of the legends in my hometown of Detroit, Michigan, like Big Hurt, Lady Blade, just to name a few. And um, they liked the music. And uh, one of my most notable experiences is Helliver. He produced for Rick Ross, Young Jeezy, and a few others. I got in touch with his sister, Miss D. She heard one track I made and I ended up doing back-to-back -back Thanksgivings with them in the studio. And um, I, she was supposed to manage me, but it, 
certain situation happened where I couldn't be fully invested. But anyway, I ended up taking a, a hiatus. I started my own blackout radio broadcast. Then um, I did a mixtape in 2017, which is currently over 100,000 hits. And now I'm back to doing music because I took another hiatus from um, doing any type of music, period. Okay. So are you, so you're a rapper in? Well, I, I, due to the 100,000, I mean, 100,000 hits, I decided to, I'm like, well, if I take a whole bunch of random artists and uh, make a mixtape and it does some numbers and I'm a rapper myself, and I don't like the music that's out, really. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more into the uh, Biggie, Big Pun, old school Jay-Z, stuff like that. So I'm like, why not take the beats that's out and rap with them, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's the goal right now. And then um, I'm also affiliate of Waka Flock of Flames, Brick Squad Monopoly. So they, uh, I have some backing with what I'm doing. So I'm like, hey, why not? Um, tired of uh, just sitting around as far as, because um, I don't have to do this. It's just something for leisure. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. It's just like when Jay-Z was in, not saying I'm Jay-Z or nothing, but he got tired of sitting in Def Jam, bouncing the ball on the wall. He's like, let me get in the studio. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So you do the rapping and you do the producing side as well. Yeah, I have artists that uh submitted music. Then I have um due to my affiliation of Brisk Squad Monopoly, I have Frenchie, which is Walker's cousin. He's gonna be on the mixtape. Justin Gates, uh he was on majority of Walker Flock of Flame mixtapes and he was BS um Just Juice, who's Frenchie's artist, and he's currently Managing some NFL players, he's going to be on the mixtape as well. Then I have Dollar Rule, he's going to be on the mixtape. And then a whole bunch of independent artists and some of the tracks actually feature industry talent, such as Country, Black, Lil Flip, and a few other names out there. Mm, okay. So due to me doing a Blackout Radio and all the interviews I had, et cetera, of course you build connections with different artists and some of these artists no major artists things of that nature so of course they're going to do a song with them mm -hmm. yeah so you do this full-time um like i said this is just something i'm doing out of boredom because i do the broadcast and then um there's not really much else for me to do <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> let me uh i did a hundred thousand let me see what i can do now you know so, okay. It is. It's not like uh, you know, most rappers, whatever they they have, they're trying to find another lane for their life. This is just like, let me see what happens. And then I got artists that's interested, so it's like giving me more fuel. You know. Mhm. Mm I understand that. Okay, so when you're creating your music, even if it's mixtapes or anything, what's your creative process like? Like, what, what setting do you, are you in when you're creating your music? First of all, I listen to the Biggie, and I throw on some old school Jay-Z, and I, uh, I might throw on some Big L, and I'm like, well, I'm not saying I'm them, but like, how would they swag out this beat? Like, I take a beat and I let it speak to me. Like if it's a storytelling beat, 
if it's a uh, boom bap, like I try to match it and then make sure my metaphors and my subject matches it. Cause see my whole thing with this mixtape is not to showcase the artists, it's really the smashing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like, so that's the whole point. Like I want to show I could, uh, I could keep up, you know? Oh, okay. Like I have an artist on there. He has a song with Rest in Peace, uh, Badass um, from LBC. You know, Snoop Dogg, Dogg Pound, and then uh, he has a track on there with Spice One. And uh, and then I and then the same artist has a track with Keith Murray. You know, so it's like, why not? You know, try to uh, do something. All right. So, have you done any collaborations with anybody? Um, no. Like I said uh, earlier, I just made the five tracks in 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, I stopped. So now I'm back recording because, again, um, I got tired of promoting my first mixtape. Oh, it did this, it did that. So I'm like, what else am I doing? You know, I got host of my broadcast, but that gets old. So I'm like, uh, you know, let's go, you know? Okay. Yeah. It's like a rush, you know, when you put out something and you see people like, oh, man, that's dope, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, let me see what happens. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is the first time around, I didn't do any interviews or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to uh, build relationships with with our personalities such as yourself. So even the artists is on the mixtape, they can send you an email like, hey, um, can I get an interview? Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how. That's what it's about. Working together, helping each other. Yeah. So, do you have any other talents besides your music? Anything else that you like doing? Um. Honestly, if it's not about some type of uh, financial, I don't. I don't. You know, I I didn't have a typical life where I was. Uh, basically um, doing sleepovers and going over friends' houses and stuff like that, only for a brief moment in my life. So you turn into survival mode. So that's basically what I'd be on, survival and, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that, really. Okay. Yeah. So when is your next project coming out? I'm trying to aim for the end of the year, somewhere near there. Um, I got a lot of artists that's uh, still contacting me to be on the mixtape. Then I'm uh, trying to do a press run and stuff like that. So maybe sometime towards the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, if possible. So, um, so who are some of your other musical influences? I know you say you play Biggie and Big Pond. So what are some other, like in other genres, what are some musical influences you have? Um, other, I like, uh, let me see, who else I'll be? Like, I can't pinpoint like a, a Zach R&B artist that I listen to, but it's mainly like the old stuff, you know, like um, Minnie Rippleton. Um, I like her. I like Patricia uh, Russian. Um, I listen to some of the stylistics. Uh, Marvin Gaye, of course. Um, who else? Uh, let's see. Who else? Um, a lot of the old stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not really into the new because it's it's like a whole bunch of rust music. 
And mind you, um, my age range, that's not normal for someone to be like into the older music. But I like the music that causes emotions, you know, and mm-hmm. different style, you know, of music back in the day. So I, if I listen to R&B, I cater to that, to the older, like James Brown, a little bit of Teddy Pendergrass. Um, who else? Um, you know, the OJs, Temptations. Mm-hmm. Maddox, like the old stuff. But I, I can't say I just have one old school artist that I just play the whole catalog. That's <laughs> I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So even that lady, I don't know what her name is, but she made that song working at the car wash. Oh. Uh, yeah, I like her. Then uh the the lady, the black butterfly, that's my song. <laughs> I love that yeah. Okay, so you like a a variety. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Makes it makes more does, diverse. Exactly. And then it's like uh what's that song? Um oh, how do we go? Um oh my god. I had I got it in my head playing, but I don't know the name of it. Oh, uh in the sunshine, that one song. Dun, 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 dun. Like the one that the original one that was made by that the man. I don't know what his name is. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, you talking about the song Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone? That song? Or different? I like that, but I'm talking about it's uh uh we want I'm gonna spend too much time trying to figure it out. <laughs> but it's like it's a song that Mary J. Blige sampled, a uh, whole bunch of them sampled. Oh, okay. Original version. Then I liked a little bit of jazz, like Mr. Magic, his most famous. I listen to that, you know, just mm-hmm. solid material because it's artistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, have you done any oh, yeah, live, live, perform- live performances anywhere? Yeah, I have. But this was dating back to um in my city of Detroit. But this was dating back to when I was like, actually trying to be a, a rapper per se mm-hmm. and, um i did um a lot of on video stuff in my city that got me a, a little bit of recognition um but far as currently of course with covid I, I got invited to do some stuff in my city back in february but due to re- you know covid restrictions mm-hmm. i'm not play around yeah. <laughs> yes exactly i don't blame you there um, oh, I had a different question and then I forgot what it was. Um, Cause it was something that just popped up. I was going to action. All right. So, so where do you see yourself five years from now? Um, basically five years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to be good. Cause you know, again, far as musically or in regular life? Musically, like in your music career, where do you see yourself five years from um, Well, most of my hosts have been with me since I started. So if they're still around, I'll probably still be doing that. Other than that, um, this is my second mixtape. So, and I'm putting all my chips on the table. So it's like, uh, if I don't go over a hundred thousand, I'm done. Hmm. 
So that's basically like, this is, I'm just trying to see what happens. I'm not like trying to um, be like a Rick Ross where he spent 10, 15 years trying to do it. Like, it's just like, I know what I can do and I know how to do it and how to promote. Mm -hmm. I believe something's going to happen with it, but if not, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, now I remember what I was gonna ask you. So, do you see yourself doing more of the producer side than the rap side, or do I do you see yourself being doing like a mixture of both? Um. Again, it it it, it depends on the success of this mixtape, and then uh, it's a little bit deeper now because I have. Some of my homies over at Briscoe Monopoly paying attention, such as Frenchie. You know, he's um basically started it up with Waka and um, you know, Who the Kid and Rest in Peace Slim Duncan. So, you know, if I get uh and then I got all the artists on deck to promote. So obviously if something happens with it, it opens all type of doors. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why um I'm basically putting my all my chips on the table, like this is it. That's why it's called the Black Life Familia, because I have uh, my uh, family, which is Briscoe Monopoly on there. Then um, I know uh, a few other camps that's in the industry. Some of their artists is on there, plus independent artists. Yeah, they had to invest to get on a mixtape, but it's like, hey, we're family. <laughs> you know, welcome to the family. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So where did your name come from? Where did Black Tear come from? I really don't want to expound on that. One. <laughs> I have to. It's not a good reason. Oh, okay, okay. Next question. <laughs> okay, so if you had to give some advice to, like, like say a younger person that's starting out, they want to get into the music business and they want to like get to a position where you are you know just to get that far and start doing things like you know producing their own music and stuff what advice would you give them um it's basically you gotta have a drive like most artists these days mm-hmm. they think you, you owe them you know just like how i reached out to you and sent my music and I asked for an interview Artists these days, they're not willing to do that. They put out a song, and if you're not like, um, if you're not a, let's see, who can I, if you're not like, you know, you know, DJ Envy is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll look at you and be like, oh, she's not DJ Envy, so I don't have to submit to her. She should come to me. And that's not how it works. You got to reach mm-hmm. out to the network. So, yep. Yeah, so artists these days, they need to learn how to network. Um, like, even with my mixtape, my 100,000 didn't come overnight. I was up 2, 3, 4 in the morning promoting. So you have to, you got to have a hunger and a drive. Yeah. Not a, not put that work in. Yep, yeah, put that work in. It's not going to just happen. And you're right, networking is the biggest part of it because you never know who knows somebody, you know, yeah. down the road you can come across and they might... You might work with them. They might help promote you. You just never know. So it is yeah. it does an open mind. And then, uh, again, even with, if you look at the time frames of now compared to the 80s and 90s, artists have, have it way better now. 
Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's say you in Texas right now and I'm in Detroit. How would I have been able, back in the 80s and 90s, how would I have been able to even get in contact or know of you? Mm-hmm. You know, That's- so we have so we have that advantage back in the 80s and 90s they had to go to the clubs like it was mandated they had to um make up flyers now the artists they can sit on their couch you know you know uh they don't even gotta go to the studio they just you know they got apps on the phone where you can record yourself yep <laughs> you ain't gotta have a five hundred thousand dollars laptop you get you a little two hundred dollar laptop make you a song Mix it yourself, put it online instantly. But the artists today, again, they're too lazy. They're not going to, they think everybody's supposed to check out the material. Yeah, they're missing, I I'm, I'm, do miss the older music. I mean, I miss the music that had meaning and you could understand <laughs> the words without having to look up lyrics all the time. Like, like what did he say? What did she say? You know. The problem is, the artists of today, um, it's not like back in the day, yeah, they wanted to make the buck, but they was trying to make their mark. Artists of today, the they see the money, you know, like back in the day, you didn't see um and not saying I'm I'm old or nothing, but I just pay attention to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, uh you had the slick Rick, okay, he had this jewelry flashing. Every now and then you'll see the Wu Tang clown with some jewelry. You know, Biggie had his little rings and Jesus peace. Now these artists today, they got 10, 15 chains on. Every finger got a ring plus a grill. And they got diamonds in their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So, of course, an uh, artist that's in the gutter, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, oh, let me make a song. So it's like, why make a song of substance? Because this guy on the radio just signed a million-dollar deal and he's talking about nothing mm-hmm. but let me do the same thing then you got spotify so like the younger generation you know generation 18 and up they're not stupid so they see the numbers oh you're going to spotify you get paid for that okay let me make this let me get a hot beat say nothing on it put it up and that's free money and then, and then there's the fact that i i know people do it all the time because they feel if their page has more likes, it's going to make them seem more popular. So they're buying likes, they're buying numbers. So some of it isn't even genuine now, how it used to be. Like you can go and buy you a bunch of likes and make your page look like it's popular. But it's, yeah, not, it's, genuine. Of... it's not genuine. Yeah, and then the only thing is the artists don't understand that that's a backfire because that labels like for example i don't know if his name was little pump or some slim jesus or whatever he had um a whole bunch of like followers on his page but then when he they booked a live show i think it was like four or five people showed up <laughs> so whoa <laughs> yeah so it's like buying buying fake jewelry you know eventually it's going to reveal itself mm. So, so yeah, so it's like it's like uh, I don't even know how to describe it because it's a bad invest. It's basically a bad investment. It looks good on paper, but if you do have a hundred thousand followers on your YouTube or whatever, and say a label is impressed by that and signs you, 
but then they realize that that 100,000 people isn't streaming your music or playing your album, then it becomes, uh, okay, we got to get rid of you. And then you get blackballed from the entire industry. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, so I think I've asked you all the questions that I want to ask you. Do you have um, anything else you'd like to add? I think you muted yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just to whoever's tuning in, look forward to my mixtape coming out. I haven't decided the platform yet. It might be that Piff live mixtapes, my mixtapes, one of them. I'm still uh, strategizing on where to place it. But it will feature, I can run down some of the features. Uh, just Rich Gates, he will be on the mixtape. With a song with Frenchie, Dollar Rule, he'll be on a song on a mixtape with a song with Young Throwback, who's Gucci Man's brother. He also have a song with Frenchie. Then Just Juice, he has a song on there featuring Lil Flip and Amigos. Then I have uh, Silent Atlantis, he has a song on there featuring Spice One, Badass, and also he has a song on there featuring Keith Murray. Then I have Born Divine, shout out to the Wu-Tang Killer Bees. He has a track on there featuring Neo. And then I also have a surprise that I'm not going to mention right now because, you know, some people won't believe it, but it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's, I'm trying to see if it's anything else I'm missing. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Then uh, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to use this track with, from Just Rich Gates, it features Country Black and also Willie D the Ghetto Boys, still trying to decide as far as um, special guest features, that's that's what's on there for now. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So um, I would love to have you back again, probably maybe towards the end of the year, when close to when your project is done and have you back on here for an update. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I was going to even ask if that was a, a possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to sure. ask that off the air. Sure is. So um, before we end this, can you let everyone know where to find you, like your social media handles? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, BlackTear underscore BlackOutRadioCEO, B-L-A-C. Kate, CEO. Um, I'm sorry, Black Terror underscore Blackout Radio CEO underscore BSM. And BSM stands for Brisk Squad Monopoly. So big shout out to Waka, Frenchie, Rue, all y'all. And um, you can find me on Facebook under Eddie Powell. And it's three pages. If you look, you'll see the Blackout Radio logo with the Brisk Squad Monopoly logos on it as well. And um, I'm not a big social media guys so that's all i use for now okay not wrong with that and also i will be uploading your music to the tigers 315 sites tonight so um the tracks that you sent me i will have those uploaded so people that um missed the show 
they can tune in there for the listen to the music on there as well. And this interview will be available um, hopefully by tonight or tomorrow to be available on Tigers 3152. So you'll be able to share it with your friend, fans, friends, family, everybody. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to interview with me today and we'll be in touch. Yeah, and I, once again, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be able to come on your show, and um, I'll definitely be contacting you towards the release date. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and even going back listening to this show. Once again, it's Tigers 315 Radio, and we also affiliated with RIIN international network and i'll just say have a good night Tight.